Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. I put the fun in funeral. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm what psychiatrists call alpha female. Eh, you shot pretty well for a boy. I'm the girl that's going to save your life. I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome to the final episode of season one of Sirens of Horror. I am, as always, your mistress of evil, Ella Evella, along with her sister of sin, Ash Vicious. And today we are going to be doing a film that, like, when this whole thing was coming together, was at the top of my list. Because it features an amazing cast of women. It features the ideas of motherhood, family, and the complex relationships that are thus within there. Guillermo del Toro's Mama. And uh, Ash came over and watched the film, because I told her not to watch it alone. Well, you watched some of it alone. Yeah. I The last 20 minutes, I think, I watched, I came over and watched it here, because I was just like, okay, it's the week's almost over, I'm going to see Ella, might as well just finish it at her place, because I'm not... I'm not watching it alone in my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, no, I think I'd like, because I was going to finish it on Thursday after work, because I've been, I'll, like, I'll watch, sometimes I'll watch the horror films um, at work in the teacher's lounge in my little closet. <laughs> my little supply closet of you want darkness. A photo of the supply closet of darkness. <laughs> I might have one of my teachers, one of my coworkers take a picture of me just sitting in there, like, with my phone and my lunch. Um, in the darkness. In the darkness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was watching the film, like, it took me about three days to watch it, because again, I would only watch it in, like, 30-minute increments at work. Yeah. Um, and so I had, like, 20 minutes left, and I was like, oh, I can, I'll just finish it when I get home. So, like, I watched, you know, my 30 minutes for that day. I was like, all right, I've got 20 minutes, I'll watch it at home. Um, I'll just finish, finish it at home before Chris gets home. Thought about it. No, I'm not watching this film alone. <laughs> no. I mean, at least if, like at least I'm watching it during the day and I'm in my like I'm in my safe little closet at work and people may or may not be coming in and out of the closet of of the staff lounge while I'm in my little closet. But at least I know I'm not alone and it's daytime. There you go. Yeah, this the the first time I think I saw this film, I think I saw it at night. Uh in the leave when I lived in Arizona. And I remember, like, trying to go to bed that night and just being like, because I lived, like, middle of nowhere. Yes. You had to take two dirt roads to get to where I lived. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of creepy houses on that dirt road, too. There were. There were a lot of fucking creepy houses and a lot of creepy shits. We're in the middle of nowhere. And I remember, like, I finished it and I, like, looked around, like, through, like, the living room window. I remember just being like, I'm not sleeping in darkness tonight. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um. But then I got, uh, when me and Josh were first dating, I got him into Mama. And since then, it's probably, like, in my top five favorite horror films. It's beautifully shot, it's wonderfully written, the characters are great. Mama herself is, I think, one of the most terrifyingly designed creatures. Oh, yeah. By far. And, uh, I think one of the great things about it is, um you look up shots or anything of Mama, the only thing CGI on Mama is her hair. Hmm. 
Uh, it is a man by the name of Javier Bote. And I forget the name of his condition, but pretty much all of his joints and all of his bones are elongated. <laughs> so he's he's played so many, yeah. like, uh... So, he, like, none of that was prosthetic. The only prosthetic on him was his face. Yeah, it was the face. And I, they probably did, like, a little bit for the fingers, because the fingers are black and, like, kind of pointed. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way his body moves, all that stuff was practical. That makes it more terrifying, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it does. You're like, that's real? Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to beat him. I'm good. I would be like, you're so scary. Well, as long as he doesn't move towards me, I'm fine. Like, if he's sitting in a chair, I'd be like, you look really cool, and you were great, Mom, and you were great as the ghosts in Crimson Peak and, like, and Slender Man and all of these really cool things. Just don't come near me. Don't crawl near me. You can don't walk. Move, don't move quickly. You can sit and you can walk slowly. But don't. No quick movements. Yeah, no, no quick, quick mo- no quick crawling movements. Please, thank you. <laughs> well, you said that he might just do it to fuck with you, and I would love and totally, totally ignore the fact that I just peed myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I, don't climb in my bed. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which was why, like, you know, there, there's a scene where Mama freaks out Annabelle. And she's, like, literally climbing the bed. And Annabelle's by herself in a queen bed. Oh. And I was just like, okay, never sleeping in my queen bed alone again. <laughs> Sleep on the couch. <laughs> I'll be safe there. Um, so the film, Mama, uh, starts off with, uh, I, I don't know his name. He's Jamie Lannister. Yeah, I don't know the act- the actor's name is... Yeah, he plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Like, I'm sitting there watching going, why do I fucking know this person? Why does he look familiar? It's fucking Jamie Lannister. She did not realize this until literally, like, five minutes before recording. Yep. Nikolai Coster-Waldo. Okay, that's a name. Yep. Nikolai. Alright. You can get behind it. Um, He's a very attractive man. Oh, he's a very, very, very attractive man. (laughs) Um... It's it's not Luke. It's his brother, and I don't remember his brother's name. Um, you find out through a series of shots that he's uh, he's like embezzled from his company, or his company has been doing some wrongdoings. Uh, either way, he's he's lost everything. Yeah. So he goes to the house of his estranged wife. Oh, the drama! <laughs> and um, shoots her and takes the girls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, starts just driving out in the middle of nowhere. And is riding in snow without snow tires. Yeah, you're driving around in the snow without fucking snow chains or snow tires. Also, why the fuck was he speeding in the snow? He just shot his wife. But speeding in the snow. I'm not, I'm not going with this character has any form of, like, I'm not going with the fact this character has any... Like, reality going on in his head. He's fucking lost it. Valid. Yeah. I mean, you just shot your fucking wife, so. Yeah. You're, we're not, we're not going to go with your making the best life choices currently. Yeah. Uh, ends up careening off the road, like you do, when you speed, in the snow. <laughs> and finds a fucking creepy house in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and goes in it. Like, I know you just shot your wife, and I know, like, your company went down, but, like, 
Draw the line at the creepy house. Yeah, don't go in the creepy house. I mean, unless you're like, unless you're Ella and I, and you're like, hey, let's go investigate this cool creepy house. Yeah, this will be fun. But like, don't actually go inside the creepy house. Don't do it. Um, For safety, <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it unless you're expecting creepy things. And then there's like one of the creepiest. Sorry. So the disorder. I found the disorder. Oh, one second. Stop moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little backtrack, sorry, because I just found the disorder that, um, Javier Botet has. It's called Marfan Syndrome. Hmm. Interesting. The symptoms of the disease is what gives him his slender, is what gives him his slender body and long fingers. Huh. Yeah, we now know what it's called. <laughs> uh, one of the creepiest parts, just this gave me the heebie-jeebies, is when they're in there, it's Victoria. Yeah. And she, like, looks outside and you kind of see something. And she goes, why is the woman's feet not touching the ground? And I just remember being like, the first time I watched it, being like, yeah. oh, The woman no. outside, her feet aren't touching the ground. What the fuck? Like, that, that's one of those lines. And, like, you don't even see it. You, you just kind of see something in the background. But it's like... I don't even, like, I don't even remember really shooting, like, the outside. It's when she's uh, in the living room and he's trying to make the fire. I guess I never actually paid attention to it. I just thought it was, like, the girl creepily staring outside and saying, the woman outside, sweet, aren't touching the ground. I'm like, ugh, no thanks. He finished that. Uh, and then uh, the dad decides he's, he's going to shoot his kids because <laughs> you're making such good life choices. Um, and he, he takes off his daughter's glasses, and as he goes to do this, we get the first, like, big appearance of Mama. Hmm. And Mama takes out the dad. No one shoots kids around Mama. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mama freaks out and, like, kills, um, kills the dad and is now taking care of the children. Yeah, there's that gorgeous shot of, uh, Victoria and she has Lily between her legs. And, like, the fire is starting to go out and then there's just cherry rolls into frame. And uh, then you get these gorgeous opening credits that are, like, drawings the kids do. Yeah. And, like, the fucking music, too, is just beautiful. Like, I literally sat there, I'm like, I just want to do, like, a dark ballet to this song. Um, mama, the ballet. God, no, no. No, no, <laughs> no, do a dark ballet, but don't do it about Mama. <laughs> Fuck nah. Um, And so you, you, I thought what was kind of cool is you get to go see from, like, the standing upright to them going on all fours. Uh, you see a scene of, like, wolves attacking them. Um, I, I don't know. It was either cherries or blood, but at one point, Lily's throwing up red. Which I was just like... <laughs> yeah. I, I did have... I was like, is that blood? Is that cherries? Why are you throwing up red? I did have one fucking question, though. Obviously, it snows there. How the fuck did they stay warm? Yeah, it's not like Mama can create a fire. No. Maybe, I mean, maybe Victoria made fires? Maybe. Because she was the older kid? But where are you getting wood? You can't chop wood. You're a small child. Well, Dad didn't chop wood either. He, like, ripped up a chair. I don't don't know how they stayed warm. These are my questions about Mama. I'm going to ignore, like, the rest of the film and focus (laughs) on these, like, three... What is it, like, three years they're there? I think. <laughs> um, 
And eventually they get rescued by, and you find out, Luke, who is the father's twin brother, also played by Jamie, <laughs> uh, has been, like spent all of the money to find them. Yeah. Which is good on you. Don't, not giving up. And he is dating Annabelle, who, like, I fucking loved. She's yeah. a bad bitch. She is. And uh, Annabelle was played by Jessica Chastain. Yep. Uh, and apparently she was also the first and only choice. Huh. For Annabelle. And this was also not her, this, this was her first film with Guillermo. Oh, really? Her second film she played, she was, uh, Lucille in Crimson Peak. Holy fuck, that is her. Oh my god, she went from, like, this short bob to that, like, long, 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 long black, hair. Long, long black hair, and I was really jealous of a certain scene with, uh... We all were. Tom Hiddleston. We were, we were, we were real jealous of a lot of those scenes in Crimson Peak. <laughs> it's like, can I be Jessica Chastain right now, please? Can I be a fly on the wall? I'll be the shirt, I don't care. <laughs> Let me touch Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> He's such a polite man. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Jessica Chastain does play Annabelle, Mm -hmm. and Annabelle is a fucking badass. Like, drummer, short little pixie cut, rockin' eyeshadow. It's funny, she very much reminded me of College Ella with her style, because you had the pixie cut, you always wore the really tight band shirts, the combat boots, and the tight black pants. Which you're currently wearing now. I'm like, I'm wearing tight black pants, my Metallica shirt that I got at a concert. Only difference is my hair is long. <laughs> Only thing has changed. Um, and the first thing you get with Annabelle is she's taking a pregnancy test. Yeah. And is then very relieved she doesn't, she's not pregnant. So you, right off the bat, you know Annabelle does not want kids, she does not want a family. We're, they're not even playing around with that fact. They're like, nope. No. She wasn't a uh, drummer, she was a bassist. I see. She was a drummer? Mm-hmm. Oh. She actually apparently learned how to play guitar just for the movie. Oh, that's really cool. Maybe <laughs> I thought drummer because I'm married to a you, drummer. Yeah, you're married to a drummer. <laughs> you have a drum closet. Um, so they find the girls, and the girls are obviously, like, messed up. I mean, that happens when you're raised, we live in three years with, like, cherries and ghost ladies. Keep going. You just had the most curious face. All right. Um, so, as you, they, they as it goes through the film, they take the girls home. And it's, it's seen that Victoria is adjusting slightly. Like, she remembers her... I, she doesn't remember it's her uncle, because when she first sees Luke, she thinks Jesus he's her father. dad, yeah. Yeah. But then again, um, they're twin brothers, so... Yeah. And you've been, you've been through a lot. She remembers the dog. Yeah, she remembers the dog, Hansel, which is an adorable little dogson. Which throughout this entire film, when I knew, okay, I'm like, obviously there's a creepy-ass fucking ghost that follows the girls. Something happens. Demon children, whatever. Something's gonna happen to the dog. Because... How terrified were you every time they showed the dog? I, I wasn't terrified. I was just like... No, something, I mean, like, worried. Like, terrified yeah, something like, was gonna happen to him. Yeah, I was very worried that something was gonna happen to adorable little Hansel. To at which point, I think the second time, like, I see... I saw, like, him, him walk past and Mama, like was in the background. Like, yeah. she did that kind of, like... Like, I can't even fuck... That's a sound I cannot ma- manipulate. <laughs> it was like a 
animalistic gargling weird something. Something. Um, like she does her little like gargle sound and she kind of like Was that when you texted me? Yeah. At which point I was like, fuck this. I had texted Ella, I was like, fuck this. Please tell me something does not happen to Hansel. I don't think I could handle this movie if something <laughs> happens to Hansel. And she's like, like I don't want to spoil anything, but the dog is fine. Yeah. She's like, no spoilers. Dog is fine. I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I can continue watching this film now. We're just being like, oh my god, of course you're like, in, in this entirety of this gorgeous film, your main key focus is, does the puppy survive? Yeah. Which I mean, is a valid thing. Because, like, like, for me, with, like, even with, like, not even horror movies, like, you know. Well, people are way more interested in dogs than people. Yeah. Like, Chris and I, we recently watched Tombstone. Yeah. And, um, there, you know, there's a scene with one of the horses. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like, you may want to go to the other room. Oh, and they have to shoot the horse? Yeah. And I was like, why? He goes, like, spoilers, they shoot the horse. So I was like, okay, yep, I will go in the other room. I locked my, I closed the bedroom door. I closed the bathroom door, waited a couple minutes, opened the bathroom door, peeked my head up. Am I good? And my fiance was like, yep, you can come back, come back out. The scene is done. So, like, in any movie, as, like, if something happens to any fucking animal, I'm just like, it's just like, hearing or seeing an animal die or in pain. Just, you can't do it? I can't do it. If it's, like, if I don't see it happen, like, for instance, with The Conjuring. Yeah. You don't see You that. don't see the dog die. You just see the dead dog. Yeah. That was fine. I was just like, oh, poor dog. But for me, it's if I see an animal... In pain. In pain or, you know, dying or whatever, I'm like, nope. Can't do. <laughs> That's valid. I, I love how, like, in horror films, like, especially... People, like, we don't, we don't give a shit. We're like, yeah, whatever, die, get run over, get impaled, get eviscerated, your skin ripped off. One, like, little puppy walks across the screen, we're like, I swear to God, I will find you, hunt you down if you touch that puppy. Yeah, like Bloody Valentine. We're both like, something better not happen to that fucking Frenchie. And nothing happened to that little Frenchie. No. That Frenchie survived. We were very happy. You know the French Bulldog survived. <laughs> um, but... They continue, and then Mama Mama starts to kind of show up. Yeah. In the, the beginning, she doesn't particularly seem, like, aggressive. Yeah, she's just, like, and, you know, there's a scene where she's playing with the kids. She's humming them to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really get any... No, the first time she shows up is, like, the girls fall asleep. Uh, Lily's under the bed, and she's, like, obviously she senses Mama. She yeah. wakes up, you see her, like, she's sleeping in the bed, her eyes, like, do that, like, shoot open thing, she's like, like, Mama. I'm excited on her, like, Christmas morning excitement. Yeah. She gets up, and she, like, wakes up her sister, and she's like, Victoria, Mama, come. And then they go run downstairs, and they're playing with Mama. Yeah. Uh, an interesting fact, actually, about Lily that I found out is Lily originally was written to actually have, like, a pretty big role. Uh, the actress they actually got to portray Lily didn't speak English. Huh. Oh, yeah, because remember, like, you and I watched the short. Yeah, because... And in that one, Lily was the one... Who talked more. Who talked more. Like, Lily woke up Victoria and was like, Mama's here, we have to go, like, let's go now. Like, if you you liked Mama, you can find it on YouTube. It's based off a Spanish short film. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lily had a much bigger role, and the the role of Lily and Victoria was kind of more split up. 
between the two sisters, with obviously Lily being a little bit more connected with Mama. But she had a, a bigger part, and then they found this actress, and they just loved her. They decided to just, like, chop off her vocabulary and just chop, go chop, chop. with... Chop, 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 yeah. She says, uh, most of her lines are Lily... Are, uh, Victoria, Mama, come. Yep. And you can kind of tell that there's an accent there, too. Mm-hmm. Which you can, you can kind of give off to, like, oh, it's a speech impediment. She doesn't really know how to talk. Yeah, this. and at first that's what I thought. But then when you and I talked about the film, you're like, the actress didn't speak, speak English. English. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Um, so, Lily, there, there's not really too much creepiness. I mean, it's creepy. Yeah, I'm like, there's two little girls playing with a fucking ghost. That's creepy. I apologize. It's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> like, there is a scene. Uh, Lily is playing with Mama and the blanket. And you see the shadow of Mama. Yeah. That was really cool. Because I like the fact that they did keep Mama mostly either out of frame or in the shadows for, like, the first big part of it. Yeah, like, you never actually saw her. Like, you would see, a, like, a silhouette of her. Like, for instance, the scene with, when I texted you about Hansel. Yeah. You don't actually, you didn't actually see her. But yeah, like, the scene with, when I texted you about Hansel, you don't actually see her. You just see the silhouette of her just kind of... Floating around. Floating around. Yeah. So they do that a lot. Um, so I did like that, and I thought it was good. I thought it was creepy. And then, um, I don't remember how Luke pisses off Mama. I don't either. I I feel weird. I feel like he just... Man. I think it's... I, maybe, it, like, it might be from, like, the mom aspect of, like... Well, the last person also mama encountered that looked like... Was the dad he was gonna shoot. Them. Yeah. So maybe she kind of, like... Associates? Associates him with his twin brother. I swear to God, something happened in the movie and I feel so stupid <clears> that I, like, know so much of this movie and I can't recall that one fucking thing. You might not um, say that again because I had to cough. I'm really annoyed because, like, I've seen this film so many times and I just, I think I always focus on Annabelle more than Luke. So I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Luke pissed off Mama. Get back to the girl stuff. Uh, but Luke gets the, not particularly thrown... But he ends up getting kind of pushed down the stairs. Yeah. And, how- and he falls. Like, he fucking tumbles down those stairs. Oh, yeah. How the fuck did he survive that? Uh, he's Jamie Lannister. So that's what I got for you. No, he totally should have snapped his fucking neck in half. I totally, the first time I watched it, I was like, well, it was good to see you, Jamie. Yeah, like, I legitimately was like, bye, Lucas. Yep, you're dead. And then... Next scene, he's just in a coma. Yeah. And he doesn't even have a fucking neck brace. Nope. That neck apparently has survived. Um, and then you find out that uh, Annabelle is now 100% in charge of, of kids. And she she's not particularly happy about it, but she takes it on. And I, I thought about this this time when I watched the film again. That a lot of like discussions about it are about Annabelle and the sisters and Mama... Uh, but something I don't think really gets discussed is how much Annabelle loves Luke. Yeah. Because you can obviously tell from, like, the beginning she is 100% supportive of what he wants to do. 
she's very understanding. She's very understanding of the fact like he spent all this money trying to find his sister or his nieces. Mm-hmm. She like takes it on where they're gonna move so he can have the girl. And I, I find it really interesting that like if a woman is strong for like her friends, she's a badass. If a woman is strong for her children, she's a badass. But a lot of times when women are strong for, like, their partners, Mm -hmm. it's seen as being weak. Yeah, like, I mean, I would definitely jump, I would definitely go through a fire for for my fiancé, Chris. I would definitely go through a fire for Josh. But, like, when, you know, like, when a woman says that about her her significant other or her partner, Mm -hmm. it's viewed as weakness. But when it's... Oh, I would jump through a fire for my kids. Yeah. Of course, you're such a powerful mother. Yeah. But I thought that was the, such an interesting thing that's so glossed over about their real relationship. But yeah, like, it's it's viewed as weakness, and I just, I don't understand that. I don't get it. I think it's like you go back to, like, women just submitting to the will of men, and thus, like, a woman should do whatever she can for her man. For her man, yeah. For we are subservient creatures. Ever so subservient. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can say that before I start cackling maniacally. Uh, But yeah, I thought it was a a point that kind of gets... Because without Annabelle's support, the kids would have been lost immediately. Yeah. But Annabelle obviously does not want kids. Obviously does not like kids. Nope. But does it all for Luke. And uproots her life. And I feel like you see a lot of that in uh, like a lot of romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. Where it's the bachelor who never settled down... Out on the town, falls in love with the mom with two kids. Yeah. Or uh, suddenly the the woman gets pregnant, or they're straddled with kids and stuff like that. But in this one, it's the woman that's the the rocker and like does her own thing. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but the fucking aunt is a cunt. Oh yeah. Oh, God, yes. Great actress. So happy when she died. Like, a fucking cunt. Like, just because Annabelle is a bassist in a rock band doesn't make her a non-fit mother. I'm I'm guessing Josh is not going to stop playing drums, guitar, or bass, as all three things of that are in our bedroom. (laughs) Um, When we have children... Like, he really wants to teach the kids how to play music. That's what she could do. She could teach them. She could have reached them with song. Right. She could teach them to play guitar. Hello. She could probably, like, once she actually starts to bond with the kids, which she does. Yeah, she does. You know, sing them lullabies with her guitar. Like, there's nothing about her being a fucking badass rocker chick that makes her unfit to be a mother. You fucking cunt of an aunt. Yeah, uh, she bonds with Victoria pretty well easily she has a harder time bonding with lily but yeah and i feel like that's because lily lily's connection with mama is just too strong like she's just like i don't want no uh, yeah and it's also like, like there's a, you know the scene when they go to, they go to bed yeah and victoria says i love you or no um yeah, they go to they go to bed and um annabelle says you know, she's like, you know, I'm like, I kind of feel like I love, you know, like, yeah. she's, so she's like, I, and she's like, good night, I love you. Yeah. And Victoria's like, I love you. 
and you, I just, like, I, you just hear a slight reply from, um, Lily. Lily? No. Yeah, that's, that's right, like, uh, because then there is the scene where Lily gets out of the bedroom. Yeah. And that's when Lily and Annabelle start bonding, because I think it's, uh, Lily's obviously, like, freezing outside, and Annabelle takes her hands and, like, cups them and, like, breathes into it. And Lily's in such a state of shock, and I was I was watching it back this time, and I was kind of like, why is Lily... Because Mama would have been cold. If you think about it, like, obviously she can touch him, but it's a it's a ghost. It's a dead person. Yeah. So the, she, she is a corporeal being. Like, she can touch, but she's a ghost. Hell, she drowned in fucking water. I'm sure that water was fucking freezing. So that probably was the first time she felt, like... Warmth. The warmth of a mother. Yeah. And you see it on her face. She's, it's like a light bulb has gone off. And after that, Lily's still like standoffish, but she's not hostile. Yeah. And then you see her, like you see Annabelle, or you see, um, not Annabelle. You see Victoria cooking breakfast for the two Oh yeah, and she tries to cook breakfast. She tries to cook breakfast for, uh, for her and for Annabelle. And Victoria, you're such a fucking badass. <laughs> and then Annabelle is up in the closet, or up in the clo- like up in the room, and she thinks she hears Lily like giggling and running around. Oh yeah, that's when uh, Mama goes like, into the closet. Oh, that scene's so creepy. Yeah, but like she, she's in the other room. I think she's like looking at, she's looking at something. Yeah. While Victoria's cooking, and then she thinks she hears Lily, but like. Clearly, you see Victoria's in the kitchen, you see Lily's in the kitchen with her drawing or whatever. Oh, no, it's, the shot is you see Victoria, and then you see Annabelle, and she hears Victoria, like, run. Or hears Lily run towards the uh, girl's bedroom. And then it's, it goes back to, to a shot of Victoria, and then it pans to Lily, like, like crouched on the table watching the cooking show. That's right. Yeah, that's because you, you, you get that thing of like, oh, it's just Lily, and then they do the slow pan shot of like, it's not Lily. Yeah. It's like Lily is in a kitchen watching a cooking cooking show, going chop 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 chop. chop. Um, what I do when I cook, chop chop chop. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she goes up to the bedroom. Looking for Lily because she thinks, oh, she's playing hide and seek, and, and she's like, looking the through the closet. A little uh, open. Yeah, and then that's when she sees the little like black. Oh yeah, like, how like Mama comes through. Yeah, like she sees that weird blackness on the walls where Mama comes through. The moths, like she sees like one or two moths coming out of it. That's that's it. That's it. I remember now. I remember now because you said that. What back? How Luke falls. He sees the crack. Because mm-hmm. he he hears a sound. He goes out, he sees the crack that the moths are coming through, and then Mama's hands shoot out. That's right, and push him. And pushes him. I was trying to remember, I'm like, what the fuck happened to Luke? What the fuck happened to Luke? What the fuck happened? Ah, 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 ah. You said crack in the wall and creepy moths, and I was like, ah, the other time there was a crack in the wall with creepy moths. Yeah. And hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which just really occurred to me, there's a Mike Flanagan film called, uh, Oh, God, what is it actually called? Uh, Before I Wake. Oh, God. 
But I was saying, it kind of reminds yeah. me of the, the butterflies from Before I Wake. I'm surprised you've seen Before I Wake. It's so good. And it's so fucking terrifying. Yes! I'll never watch that film again, but yes, I have seen it. I was like, for the pot, never mind. No. Like, you're making, you told me you were going to make me watch Lights Out. Yeah. And then showed me the short. I'm like, fuck no! 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 I'm like, I, like, I love it. I do love horror. I do love being scared. But there are some things that I'm just like, nope. You can, you can sleep. We'll, we'll put Chris on one side, me on one side, Josh and Daisy will be like at the foot. We'll just encapsulate you in love. You'll feel safe. <laughs> just like, no, no, thank you. Like, it's funny. So we're watching this film. And, you know, if you, I'm sure you've all noticed on Facebook the whole Momo fucking thing. Oh, so what was really funny is I found out about Momo, like, six months ago. Yeah. Because, hi, yes, I keep an ear to fucking creepypasta. Yeah. No one is shocked. No No. one is shocked. And uh, the Momo stuff came out. And it's based on um, an artistic sculpture from Japan. It's really cool. It's very harpy-esque. Yeah, she does kind of look like a harpy. Well, because the full statue actually has, like, bird legs. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it is a full statue. It's a very, very well done statue, actually. Uh, But there was whole things of, like, if you ask the photo of her questions, she starts telling you to hurt yourself. And there was was another thing that's, like, the agency, I believe, that's currently telling people to go out there and... Guess what? There's are always like, do you remember when to, to to throw this back? Smiling dog. Vaguely, it was the the gif of the dog that like has like human teeth and is smiling. Yeah. Okay, so that was a thing for a while, where if you got a gif of it, somebody emailed you it, you had to send it to three other people. Yeah, but that wasn't as terrifying as Momo. It's the whole idea of there's something out there on the internet that's going to try and kill you. Right, but the fucking visual. I don't care. I'm like, I don't believe that fucking creepypasta shit. Not it's yet. Sh- Make you play the midnight game with me or some shit. Fuck no. It's <laughs> the only one that I believe. Fuck no. I know it is. For those of you who can't fucking see it, I am perpetually flipping Ella off right now. I told her the creepypasta about the Midnight Man, and she's now definitely not I, comfortable with the idea of me summoning a demon that walks around your house and kills you. No. We will not summon any more demons. We've discussed this already. But Balthazar makes such good omelets in the morning. That was true. He did make those really good omelets. See? See? <laughs> um, but no, like, it's for me, it's not necessarily the storyline. It was the fucking visual, just like popping oh, up randomly. Like, I was like, what the? What? what? No! <laughs> no! No, put that away! Um, Kill the fire! Kill the fire! But yeah, like, that kind of, like, so Mama and Momo all just kind of popped up with the same thing. Um, it's, it's a very, um... I feel like we've we've gone on a bit of a tangent. Where we've, we've gone from Mama to Momo. <laughs> to Mama to Momo. It's glorious. Um, I feel like with the, the Momo thing... I feel like it is similar to Mama, because I feel like the eyes are too big, the nose, like, the... The nose is really small. It's that disproportionate thing, like, where I was saying, like, that Disproportionate. One, yeah. 
That's one thing that creeps me out in films, which is like, where is why this film actually... The body dysmorphia. It's the body dysmorphia. It's anytime a body part moves in a way it shouldn't. And I think it's because I've like broken almost all of my fingers and joints, and I'm also double jointed. So I know in which ways a body should not move. Yeah. By shoving it so far, it went to a place it shouldn't be. And so I'm just like, no, 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 no. So I think Momo had a little bit of that, that base isn't right. Yeah. And that's what makes her terrifying. Um, Go check out Momo if you haven't, like, seen it. It's really interesting. Yeah. If you want some creepypasta stuff, go check it out. Go check out Momo. All right, now Um, back to... Yeah, back to Mama. Mama. (laughs) Ooh. I'm um, trying so hard not to do that every time we say, Mama, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, Annabelle is in the closet looking for Lily, sees the creepy black hole crack thing with mouths. Yeah. And then you hear Victoria in the background oh, going, Oh, so good. Like, Annabelle, breakfast is ready. Lily's hungry. Why aren't you, like, come down here. Yeah. Annabelle, come, ba- come down. Lily's hungry. And then, uh. And then, she has that moment of like, Lily's hungry, and then Victoria's, wait, Lily's down there. Lily's hungry. What? And then Victoria shows up behind her, like, hey, dude, like, come on. And then you get that shot of Mama in the closet, like in the corner of the closet, and that's when you actually see for the, the first time the face, just like, <laughs> no. Why would you look in the fucking closet? Because they're small children. And also, you opened a closet and saw, like, a leaking portal to hell. It's going to take you a minute to try and process the leaky portal of moth hell. Right, which would give you time, for, which would give Mama time to come out of the leaky portal of moth hell a minute. Ah, I'm creepy! <laughs> okay, we now know what Ash will be like when she's a fucking evil demon. I'm creepy! <laughs> Ash, you, you, you're about as scary as a member of Monsters, Inc. <laughs> yeah, valid. <laughs> Although, except when I get angry. No, you are terrifying when you are angry. I will admit <laughs> that. The thing is, because, like, you don't get angry often. So when you do, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, throw candy at it. <laughs> Maybe it'll stop being angry. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that's the first time you see Mama, and I legitimately, like, I jumped. Like, I was just like, no thanks. Don't want that. Nope, nope. Bad idea. Bad thing. Um, and then you you get some more creepy mama stuff with Annabelle. The bed mm-hmm. scene and Yeah, all that's that when stuff. you get the bed scene, which I was just like, I'm never sleeping in my queen bed alone again. Like, even the night when, um, the other night when I came over to finish watching the movie. Yeah. You were like, hey, I'll set up the Comfort Palace and blah, blah, blah. And the, for those of you, the Comfort Palace is this glorious fucking cloud of a mattress. That we I, I adorn with pillows and blankets and comfortability. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, it's huge. Like, it's meant for two people. Like, yeah. she got it for the, she got it as a, one of her wedding gifts. Yeah. And really comfortable. But she's like, oh, I'll set up the Comfort Palace. I'm like, no, I'm good on the couch. I am good with having my back to something. My my back is to something. I'm in a small, comfy space where nothing can climb up on top of it. You have backing. And freak me the fuck out. You can develop a point about that. Uh, around this time, uh, the doctor has... There's a, a psychologist that's like taking care of the girls. 
And he's looked into Mama's past. Yeah. Now. And he finds out that she was this insane woman who, um... Her name was Edith Brennan, but, like, they all called her Mad Edith Brennan because she was an insane woman who took her baby, who, like, stabbed a bunch of fucking nuns. Yeah. Took her baby and then jumped off a cliff with the baby. And then lost the baby. Like, the baby hit a The baby hit a branch. But she drowned. She probably died on impact. Yeah, like, probably died on impact, which would explain the fucking, like, yeah, the, 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 uh, also, like, the body probably was mm-hmm. left out for a while, so you're also dealing with exposure. Yeah. Which would gnarl you and twist you and... Mm-hmm. Uh, the poor doctor dies. That made me sad. Yeah. That, that scene, though, was... Oh, with the camera. Ugh. Sorry, any time... I mean, we kind of, we did it, they did it with Your Next, too. Yeah, where it's so sh- quick... Yeah, where she was like, okay, I can't fucking see, I have no flashlight, but I have this camera, so I'm just gonna keep taking pictures, and it's... You see, and and that's when you see Mama just coming close. With each camera flash, Mama got closer. Yeah, a little bit closer, and you saw her, like, originally, like, her face was kind of turned, so the hair was in the first, Mm -hmm. and then she moved and then reached out and strangled And that's what I know we're gonna get with my son, I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) Yep. The constant, like, light on, nothing there, light off, silhouette, light on, nothing there, light on, I literally silhouette. showed her today, like, the short of lights out, and she is very angry with me. Yeah, no, fuck you. Okay, well, you know we're gonna watch the film for season two, right? <laughs> Please don't make me. It's so good, though. It's fucking freaky. It's so good. Valid. You can spend the night. I will hold you on the couch while we keep every single light in the apartment on. Thank you. Oh, God. We're going to, like, hit a power. Like, the power's going to go at one point. I'm going to get punched in the face. (laughs) Flailing ash limbs take me out. (laughs) Dear God. Um, But then the... uh, Jamie. Luke. I call him Jamie. uh, Has a lovely, like, vision from his brother. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice. I was like, oh, so you, you just lost your shit. You still, like, ghost you cares about your children. That's nice to know that you weren't a complete piece of human garbage. Yeah. So, so Jamie wakes up from his coma and uh, figures out where Mama's going and decides to just take off from the hospital. Yeah, like, <laughs> checks himself out, takes everything off. Just like, fuck this, I'm going to go save the girls. I'm gonna go... Well, no. He doesn't know the girls are there yet. He just knows that he had this weird, creepy vision of his brother, and then he figured out where the place was. Right. Like, I mean, he's like, I'm gonna go... Like, I'm gonna protect them from whatever my I'm gonna brother... i investigate Yeah, this. I'm gonna go investigate this thing that my brother's like, protect my girls. I'm like, okay. Okay, we'll see why I need to protect your girls. Alright. Where do I need to go? I'm drawing this in my... In my little sketchbook. I now know where I need to go. Yeah, it was, I felt like that part was a little, like, eh, okay. All right, we get it. We get it. Okay, just go. We don't need this much. Yes, all right, thank you. Um, at this point, Mama's, Mama's no longer happy. No. Mama feels very threatened. Mama feels threatened. I feel also Mama feels a bit jealous. Oh, very much so. Because Annabelle is now really starting to bond with the girls. She, she's started to bond with Victoria 
And even Lily is shown to, like, touch her. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so you get Annabelle attacking the girl, or, uh, Mama attacks Annabelle, then attacks the girls, and at this point, the cunt of the aunt shows up who was trying to get the kids custody in the beginning. Yep. And found bruises on the kids. Because, okay, it is ghosts, but honestly, like, I've been around small children, and you work with them. I'm pretty sure they're bruised all the time. Yeah. Hell, I get bruised all the time from working with small children. I have a giant fucking bruise on my calf right now from running into a goddamn chair. Yeah. Like, you can tell what's in it, like, a, a hand mark or, like, a punch and, like... I well, I have a feeling, though, that... She she wanted to do it for, like... Well, no. If you look at the bruises, I think they are. They're from Mama. Oh, so they do look a little... They do, because they, they like, they look like his elongate, her yeah. elongated hands and all that. And which I actually never... I didn't notice this. But, or, like, I noticed it, in, like, immediately, and then it's never, like, actually kind of, like, mentioned or seen again. Mm-hmm. But the scene after... The bed. Yeah. That freaked me the fuck out. Um, Annabelle wakes up and she's like, you know, she's walking through the hallway. It's daylight. And she like kind of rubs her neck like, oh, my neck hurts. Yeah. She has a giant fucking bruise on her neck. Oh, yeah. Like, giant. Which means Annabelle or Mama must have attacked Mama her. attacked her in her Wait, sleep. Valid. So I definitely think that the, the bruises were not from Annabelle. No, I but they, the bruises were not all the, the. You can't. I wouldn't say you can attest the bruises being like, oh, kids will be kids. Which so, I mean, obviously she doesn't. At that point, Annabelle doesn't know about Mama. Yeah, and she's just like, it's they're kids. They'll get bruised. I didn't do it. Like fuck. Chill out. Yeah. Um. But the the aunt has decided that she's gonna come in and investigate. Well, she just wants the kids. Yeah. So she's, she's, because there's a scene where she calls up social services. Mm-hmm. She, she says, does it right after. What do I need? Yeah. What what kind of proof do I need to get Yeah. Them? So obviously she's going there to take some photos. And she just, she picked the wrong fucking day. Yeah. You picked the wrong fucking day. Because right now I think Annabelle is unconscious upstairs. Yep. Because Mama bit her. Mama likes to bite people. Yeah, Mama likes to bite people and then suck out the life out of them. It kind of seems like what it is. It's interesting because she strangles some people, she bites some people. I think it's, it's, they're keeping it with, it's all feral actions. Yeah, very feral. Like, very animalistic, very feral. Even the way she moved. Oh, very much so. And this is honestly, I think, one of the creepier scenes for me is, uh, She goes downstairs, and, uh, Mama has possessed the aunt. And the face, and there are moths flying out of her mouth. Do once. Yeah, like, that scene was legitimately terrifying. Oh, yeah, like, I love the way they did the prosthetic, too. It was really fucking cool looking. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, creepy Mama aunt... Sure, yeah. And then, like, she escapes and the ant falls down. Uh, no, uh, that's not till they get there. Because the, the ant takes the girls to the cabin. Because then Annabelle freaks out, leaves, and then goes Right, 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 right. Where she conveniently runs into Luke. Yeah. Like, literally almost runs him over. 
Which I, I thought was, like, so funny. Like, oh, how, like, they, they don't really take time to, like, explain what's going on. But it's like, uh, something going on out here. And he's like, Mama has that. We have to go. And they just like, cool, let's go. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that they, they we didn't need to do exposition at this yeah. point in this film. Like, in most horror movies, you kind of get that, like, what's going on? I don't know. How do we fix this? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, ten minute conversation. I don't know. How do we kill him? Where it's like, just fucking do and go. Run. Run. Your answer is run. Yeah. Run, do, go. Those are the three things you need to do. Run, do, go. So they, they run, they do, run, and go. <laughs> To uh, the cabin where the girls are first found in. Yes. And uh, that's where they find the ant. And that's where the ant just, like, crumples. Mm-hmm. Which is so creepy. Yeah. It literally looked like a um, a puppet that, like, just the strings got cut. Mm-hmm. And it just falls to the ground. Yeah, because you know, it's like her arms move back, like, a very weird way and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then they find the girls and Mama on top of the cliff. Yep. Mama's ready to try with take two. And, uh, Luke's new. And she's, what I felt like, and this is, like, this is kind of when I noticed that Mama legitimately, like, has love for the girls. Okay. Um, like, she made them little flower crowns and they're sitting and she's, like, caressing them, like, very lovingly and all of that. And, like, you look at Lily and Lily's just kind of like, Mama. Like, it's, it's, it's Victoria, Victoria is in a bit of a trance. Like, Victoria's, like, I, I noticed, like, her look was in a bit of a trance, like. I think Victoria, at this point, um, loves Annabelle. She loves Luke. She doesn't want to be doing this anymore. But I think Victoria is in such a place, because, like, she's now seen Mama attack Annabelle. Mm-hmm. She knows that Mama attacked Luke. And I think Victoria literally has come to, like, the conclusion of, like, I just need to be with Mama and I just need to die and no one else is going to get hurt. Right. If I die and I go with Mama, no one no one else will get hurt. Her. Everyone else will be okay. Yeah, and that's the kind of look that she has in that scene, whereas Aunt uh, Lily is oblivious. Mama's yeah. here. Mama's here. Mama makes everything better. Mama makes everything better. Uh, at this point, Annabelle has found the corpse of, which just creeps me out because, like, this is this tiny little, like... Cardboard no, she box. didn't found. She didn't find the corpse. That was one of the corpses. That was the remains that. No, I was saying it's the corpse of her infant. Yeah, but that was the remains on the shelf that they found. Remember? Yeah, but yeah, it's. But I was saying like because she finds it in his study. Yeah, but I was. I, I had a certain point where I'm like, how many shots has an infant's like remains been in this film? Also, a, a lot. What the fuck government place where body remains in boxes? Yep. Terrifying. Yep. When they're, when they're like Jane Doe's, sometimes they'll keep like parts. Yeah, that's just creepy as fuck. Yep. I don't think I'd ever want to be in that government room. That would, that room is so fucking haunted. Oh yeah. That is, you salt and burn. You salt and burn that whole place down. Yeah. Uh, and she, she gives the corpse to Mama. And that's such a beautiful shot, because you get this, like, obviously she still looks, like, messed up, but she kind of, where Mama has darker skin, angry, her hair is very red, she kind of looks pretty-ish. She looks more human. 
yeah, she's more human. You, she's not like a. I feel like Mama was the the corpse that was left out. Yeah, Mama was the corpse that was left out. Like that was definitely the like. You've suffered. Yeah, I've suffered. I'm the corpse that was left out. I'm angry. Um, and then once she gets the child, it's like. That love comes back. Yeah, the love comes back. The like, this is what I died for. Yeah. Which I think makes the, the next part of it so powerful. Yeah. Is Lily. And so, I, at this point, I'm going to theory that if no one had spoken. Yeah, if Lily had it said, Mama! The Mama ghost would have just disappeared. Yeah. Edith would have taken her baby. She would have been fine. She would have floated off with the baby's remains to Valhalla. And dissipated into the waters of Valhalla. But that doesn't happen. Nope. Lily screams out. Uh, Lily cries out, Mama. I think I think Lily's scared. Because I think that's the first time she's seen Mama look at anything. Like, the love that Mama has for Victoria is obviously great. But Lily is, like, it's her little one. I think it might have been a little bit of... Fear and jealousy. Fear and jealousy, yeah. Because she's never seen Mama look at anyone else. Other than the two of them. With love. With love, yeah. And at that point, I think Lily's scared that Mama's going to be taken away from her. Yeah. And, and then Mama turns and is like, Lily! And then fucking throws the kid's corpse! Yeah, like, fuck this! I don't want this baby! I want her. And uh, Mama tries to take them, and Annabelle, who... Talk about an arc. From the beginning of the film, not wanting to be pregnant, doing all of this, meeting these girls, not particularly being able, being like, I'm not a mom, I'm not going to take care of you, to her literally pulling, trying to get them away from mama with every ounce of strength she has. Mm -hmm. Like, literally defying death in the face is so... And what's crazy is it's believable. Yeah. And Victoria the whole time, like, she understands it, but she's like, no, this is the way it has to be. She's like, go to sleep. Go to sleep, sleep, Annabelle. Yeah. Annabelle, sleep. Annabelle, sleep. And even Lily's saying that. Yeah. Lily's like, like, sleep, sleep. They're both just telling her, just let mama take us. Yeah. And and I think you even see in that scene, Lily looks worried. So I think Lily has even come to care for Annabelle and, uh. But what another thing that I find kind of like crazy interesting about that scene is even like Mama's reaction to it. How she's like holding them back, but she's not like aggressing. She's like instead of like attacking uh, Annabelle, she just pushes her down very softly, and it's just a shot of her hand constantly pushing her down and away. Pushing her down in a way. It's not like a... Get you know, away. She, she's not lashing out at her. She's not scratching her. It's just a... No. They're mine. Do you think it, it's also because she gave Mama her child back? Because Annabelle's the one that gives yeah. her the child. So I think it's a combination of her giving the child back and also now seeing, like... You know, like... There's something so special, like, for me. Like... I, <clears throat> I love you, mm-hmm. but like I get super giggly when I see like crispy lovey on you. 
Yeah, and I feel the same way with you and Josh. Because it's like, oh, this person loves the person I love so much. Yay! Oh, they're getting love. And I think it's kind of like that with Mama. Where it's, it's not happiness, obviously. Right. But it's, it's, it's... She understands it. She understands you love them, too. But... Uh, I, I need them. Yeah. I... You, you just... They're mine. Stop. Yeah. Lay down. <clears throat> Lay down. You want to do that again, Clay? Oh, that's fine. I was losing. Um, and so this was this was uh, in a random fact of randomness that I had Ooh. randomly found, like just because what, like because it was a random fact that you randomly found. It's a <laughs> random fact. <laughs> yes. Um, like while you know, like we were just discussed while we were discussing the film and everything like that, I was just kind of scouring through IMDb to find like other things. Yeah. And I found this one, and like when you were like, you made a face. What was that face? It was like no. I'll wait. We'll, we'll get here. We'll get here because I know exactly where I want to say this. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I found this. So, I don't know if you noticed uh, Jessica Chastain's, uh, well, Annabelle's octopus tattoo. Yeah. It's just, like, on her arm. Yeah. she got a little octopus tattoo. So, according to Jessica Chastain, Annabelle's octopus tattoo describes her character. Hmm. When Annabelle found herself caught in a situation that she did not like... She, as the octopus, she would, um, she as the octopus, would take off her tentacles and grow new ones to escape. Oh. So I feel like, she's like, I don't like this situation. No. Like, she's constantly, like, she's breaking away from Mama. She keeps grabbing onto the girls. She's, like, and that. She's fighting for she's it She's fighting so for it so hard. She's like, no, I don't want you to take them from me. They're mine. I love them. I love them. I'm dealing with this situation. I'm growing my fucking tentacles, bitch, and I'm taking what's mine. And I think it's like, uh, there's the shot after this where uh, Mama is walking off with Lily and Victoria in one hand, and then, like, it stops, and it goes from, like, Lily yeah. to Mama to Victoria to the robe. Yeah, to she's t- the, she's got her on the, the tie of the rope, and, and she's just she, holding on for dear the life. The first time I saw it, and even when we watched it, like, I still tear up at that part, because it's so powerful, and I think it's something to be said when people go, like, horror is this genre, or horror is that genre, um, where this film is, without a doubt, a horror film. Oh, it yeah. Is, it is terrifying. But the end of this film, like, you are crying, you are emotionally invested in it, you feel so much, and I feel like it's films like this that really, really show what horror at its height can be. Yeah. I mean, horror can not only... It doesn't always have to strike fear. It can strike pain. It can strike pain. It can strike sadness. Love. It can, you know, it It can strike all kinds of different emotions. It's just under the umbrella of horror, and that's why, like, this film just means so much to me, because it gives so many different emotions. Anger, pain, anguish, uh, loss, betrayal. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's so beautifully done in this film. It's it's really amazing. Um, and, like, especially when you get to the final scene, which uh, Mama gives up, or Victoria goes, no. Victoria, stay. And Mama doesn't fight it. No. Mama lets her go. I think Mama is like, you're choosing to stay. Like, she can't make that decision for you. Yeah. 
And Lily doesn't particularly understand it, and is still upset by it. And she takes her, and of course they're they're crying and everything. And there's this beautiful scene where like the dress mom was wearing co- comes up and cocoons them. Yeah. And then it drops. And it's literally just the fabric. You don't even see like bodies. You just see fabric. And there's this beautiful shot of like in the cocoon, and it's just Mama's face. But like the human. No, like, no, it's still it's still it? the monster. Really, it's I guess it's still it... the, the. That's what's so amazing about it, is it's still that monstrous thing, but then it's Lily like petting her face and being like Mama. Because that's you know what? the mama she knows. Yeah. You know what it is? It's So it's the same blue light that she has when she's human. Yeah. When she turns human. Yeah, it's, it's that same blue light that comes through. But no, she's still It's like, the calming blue light. But yeah, she's still, you're right. She's she's still like that monstrous face. And that's what Lily knows and loves. Yeah, and that's all it is. And then it, it, it hits the branch where her child was lost and explodes into moths. And one butterfly. One little blue butterfly. One little blue butterfly. It's a deputy blue butterfly. That is Lily. Yeah, because it lands on Victoria's finger and then ends the film. Um, I, I goddamn it, I love this film. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. So, wait, would you say that if we ate a diet that consisted of cherries and moths, we'd turn into blue butterflies? I think we also need to have some sort of, like, extra parental figure that's dead. Mm, okay. See, this is why I summon the dead. Earned the blue butterflies. All right. Got it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helping. I've got plans. <laughs> I've got a plan. All right. Um, so, Ella, Ooh. this being your all-time favorite film, what would you say your moment of badass womanage would be? Mm, my favorite moment of badass womanage. Um, there's a lot, cause they're, they're tough. Uh, honestly, like, there's, there's so many good ones, but it, it, it has to be that end scene. Like, I know it, it's the ending, the climax, and like, I like picking different scenes in it, but that is just the, the love she has for Luke, the love she has for the girls, and she's, she's not a loving character, and I think that's a big distinction about Annabelle. If she's not kind or nurturing or giving, she's sarcastic and quick-witted. Um, but she loves so, so deeply that that scene is just like, that is what it is to be a hero. Not like a good woman or a badass. That is like the personification and the embodiment in that moment of a hero. What, what about you? I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Just it's just so good. It is. It really is. Like, I mean, if you think about, like, if you think about the love that she has for Luke. Yeah. It's, it, it goes back to the conversation we had earlier of, like, she would do anything for the, for the man she loves. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter what anyone else thinks. If they think she's weak, if they think she's powerful for saving their girls... She will do whatever it fucking takes. Yeah. It's it's really amazing. And it's just like, it. I just felt so powerful. Yeah. And I feel like it, it transcends so much of like what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a mother figure. And I like the fact that the, the big climax is not aggressive. No. It's not angry. It's not like, 
horror films slashing and stuff like that, it's it's literally willpower and love. Which is, if you tell somebody, oh, the end of this film's about willpower and love, they'd be like, what film, Mama? Oh, I guess I'll watch it. They're not going to fucking expect goddamn <laughs> woman coming out of the fucking floors. <laughs> um, so, Ash, what is your score? Um, let's see, I've only really given, like, maybe three movies this score. So, Ella, I think you're going to be very proud of my score for this one. And it is a... Five! 5.5, actually. 5.5, we hit a new tier. Because, I mean, I, honestly, like, I, going into this film, I thought it was just going to be, like, like you said, a horror film. Jump scares, creepy looking ghosty things. (laughs) Creepy, elongated mama hands and creepiness and moths and nightmares all around. But the end, I think what really did it for me was the ending. Because I totally, like, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, I will, again, I still won't watch this movie film. I won't watch it all together. I need to be in a safe space with someone cuddling me. Yeah. To watch most of this movie. (laughs) But... That ending scene, I was just, I was not expecting that, that story turn. Yeah. You know, I was expecting it to just be like, mama kills everybody, the end, it's creepy as shit. Yeah. But to see and feel like complete different emotions at the end of this film just blew me away. And what's funny is my fiance, Chris, didn't like this movie. Really? Yeah. He loves Guillermo del Toro. He's like, I've seen just about Stefan every... Stefan actually said, like, he's... Uh, I was talking to Stefan about it, because Josh and I love this film. Mm-hmm. And I told Stefan about it, and Stefan and I watch horror films almost every date. And uh, he's not a fan of it either. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it's maybe because of that, like, oh, it's a, it's a horror movie. I'm expecting to be scared. And at the very end, you're like, wasn't expecting that. Don't know how I feel about it. it. It's definitely like a gut punch in the feels when you're not expecting it. And I understand, like, you you didn't, like, better watch out because it was something so different than what you were expecting. hmm So I can understand people not liking it for that reason. I, personally, have given it out once. I'm going to give it this movie a pure five. <laughs> I think it is great. The special effects are some of the best. Um, not quite thing, but it's close. Real close. Um, the characters are amazing. They're well written. Uh, the kid that plays Victoria, dear God, child, you fucking carried a film. Yeah. Um, there's not a character in the film that's pointless. There is not a character in the film that I don't at least be like, oh yeah, that character that did this thing. Uh, the, t- the jump scares, like even just watching it uh, again with you, I still jumped. And I've seen this film a lot. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love it. I'm really happy we're ending season one on a fiver. Yeah. It would have sucked if we were, like, finishing up this season. It's a three. It's a two. Whatever. I wasn't that big. <laughs> we're like, okay, we got fives. Now we yeah. want to come back and do this. Yeah. And, you know, like Ella like Ella said, we that is our, you know, we do have some sad news that we are ending Sirens of Horror season one. We're, that doesn't mean we're ending it. We are going to... Season finale, not show finale. Yeah, exactly. Season finale. We are definitely, we definitely want to come back. We're definitely going to use our... We are going to be coming back. Yeah, we are coming back. We're going to be using this 
time off to revamp ourselves, if you will. Um, Figure out, find some good movies, get some good scares. Um, If you guys have anything that you guys really liked about this show, or anything you guys really didn't like about this show, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sirens of Horror, or if you want to just shoot us an email, sirensofhorror at gmail. So Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear what you guys thought of season one. And also, make sure you do add us on Facebook and Twitter, because we will not only be, you know, like, yeah, I... Since I run our social media, I'm usually posting Woman Crush Mondays, Monday Man Crush, Monday Monster posts. Like, you know, like those fun little posts that you see on our Facebook. But we're also going to be doing, like, a few little videos here and there. Like, Ella and I just doing a random video. Uh, I know that I've I've convinced Ash to do a Hot Wings Challenge with me. Yep. She's she's convinced me to do a Hot Wings Challenge, so you'll get to see my mouth be on fire. Uh, also, the more you follow us, the more you'll be updated with what's going on in the future seasons, mm-hmm. and you might have a chance to maybe throw us some ideas for movies. Yeah, and we're going to be doing a bunch of new, um, a bunch of cool photo shoots and stuff like that. Like I know we have one planned up for um, one of Ella's favorite locations to shoot. Um, the Bearded Lady. They have a occult exhibit that kind of looks very uh, reminiscent of the Sabrina um, Spellman Mortuary. Yeah, I love it. The Sabrina web series, uh, Sabrina series on Netflix. I swear to God, I've <laughs> never wanted to have white hair, and now I've seen Sabrina, and I'm like, it would look terrible, but just as a wig, have it. <laughs> um, so yeah, do please keep updated on our Facebooks, our Instagrams, and all of those fun things. Just the just social media, yeah, the Check social media, check in on us, see who our new kill is. <laughs> uh, but we will be coming back. We'll release an actual date closer to it. But thank everyone so much for being with us for this Insane Challenge Season 1. Up, down, left, right. It has been a blast. We've learned so much. Yeah. And our... um our friend that we met at the that the con, the creature drawer that really liked yes. her um Oh, uh Atlas. Your next episode. Yeah, Atlas. Atlas. Um, shout out to you, shout out to Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Um, of course, a massive thank you to Mina. Yep, Mina. You've been you've been through half of this with us and we couldn't have started it without you. Thank you to all of our fans that like, follow it, and subscribe. Random friends in Sri Lanka, apparently. Like, yeah, just we, random people that we we've met. All the cons we've gotten to go to. I know we're going to like Monster Palooza this year. We're gonna go to um, Spook Show and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, know, we'll be around. We'll be <laughs> continuing to do the spooky and uh, just keep your eyes and ears on us, and we will make sure that we let you know everything that's coming out. But for the last time for season one. As always, good, bad, we're the girls with the mic. See you guys next season.